You're listening to Work It Mommy, where the goal is for all ladies to be the best versions of ourselves. And if we happen to be moms, be the best moms ever and maintain our sanity while we do it. So ladies, this is an all ladies episode. If you are a mom or not, you are going to appreciate this episode because we all want to be more organized. And I feel like with the pandemic, it has become very easy to get disorganized. I know that has been my case, just, you know, with being inside so much more and using our space even more. Um, It has been challenging for me. So if it's been challenging for me, I'm sure um, all of us ladies have had some challenges being organized um, during the pandemic. So today we have an organization expert in with us and her name is Eileen Aguilar. Hi, Eileen. Thanks so much for being here. Hey there. (laughs) Thank you so much. So first of all, um, not only are you an organizer, there's something else that's really cool about you. And that is right now during the pandemic, you are a virtual consultant. So tell me exactly what a virtual consultant is. Sure. So I offer my uh, virtual organizing expertise over um, any digital technology. So whether it be FaceTime, Zoom, Uh, WhatsApp, whatever video uh, form technology you're using, I try Mm -hmm. to adapt to that. And um, just like you would show me your space in person, um, Mm -hmm. it's a one-on-one call. You show me your spaces through your camera on your computer Mm -hmm. or your phone. And I'm looking at these spaces and I'm giving you advice. And um, as you mentioned, since COVID, more and more people are preferring um, this way of guidance and, and uh, help with organizing. Um, so I would just give them my expertise um, through video, through messaging. They can send me pictures um, or just short videos of their spaces. And then I give them advice as to um, how to declutter and how to organize those spaces. Wow, that is great. I like the fact that you were like, look, however you need to get in touch, WhatsApp, <laughs> FaceTime, you're not just like, hey, we only do on via Zoom, we like whatever. But I think that's great because sometimes, you know, you want to be able to take like your cell phone, you know, and I know you can do Zoom on your cell phone, but it's just so easy sometimes to just hop on even Instagram Messenger, you can video call and, you know, kind of show the space and everything. So that's awesome. Um, now, I think a lot of our challenges right now during the pandemic is most of us have small spaces. I have a very small space. um, And so I'm always trying to keep it organized. And so what are three tips you have for living in a small space with a family? Sure. So I live in a small space myself. Mm -hmm. Um, So I have experienced that. I know the frustration that can come with that. Mm -hmm. Um, So three tips that I would actually um, give families out there is number one, declutter. Declutter constantly, um, make it consistently. And it can be um, anything from worn out clothing, to uh, clothing that doesn't fit your children anymore, clothing that doesn't fit you. Um, As families, we're constantly transitioning. Um, Mm -hmm. There's changes in our life and the way that we live. Um, So decluttering is always very necessary. And um, 
always uh, remember that decluttering is something that is always needing to happen. It's not just a one and done, you do it one season and, and that's it. Um, so that's number one, decluttering. Uh, number two is um, try to use uh, vertical spaces. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, behind doors, um, you know, up on the top of, of your closets and other spaces in your kitchen, like inside the doors that you open on the mm. doors. Um, those are vertical spaces that we forget to use when we're living tiny and they're very useful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The other thing I recommend is uh, number three, using furniture that serves a dual purpose. Mm. So, Love it. Yeah, that can be um, anything from a sofa that has easily open or accessible storage space underneath um, mm -hmm. or an ottoman that opens up. Um, uh, so those are some examples. So uh, all those three things can really, really help when you're living um, as a family in a small space. That is really good information um, for me. Okay, so I want to kind of talk a little bit about each one of those tips that you gave. So the first tip was decluttering. For me, I feel like we all get into the habit of taking things into our home, but we forget that we have to take things out as well, because then over the years, you just keep getting more and more stuff and that square footage just gets ebbed away, you know? So um, one thing that I do is like at the end of the year, I have what is called like a purge day where I literally go through my whole house and I'm like can't wear this anymore kids have outgrown this and for items like that or toys I will give them away to someone um even stuff that I'm not using in the kitchen I'm like man I don't even need this <laughs> and it, it, I kind of got into this thing where I have almost done it too much where I like clean us out and then I'm like, oh, I actually needed that item that I threw away. It, you know, anytime I get frustrated or overwhelmed with my space, I tend to just get a trash bag and I'm like, look, throw it all in the trash. We just going to throw this away. So I'm trying to strike that balance between like, OK, sure, we need to throw away things. But do you have any tip there for getting rid of things and decluttering, throwing away things? but kind of maintaining, you know, the things that we actually need. Any tip there? Yes, definitely. So with decluttering, um, it is a must to schedule. I feel that mm. when you don't schedule and you don't do it as a family, um, it doesn't maintain. So mm. we are taught to consume, to consume, 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 right? Because that's the way the world works. We're constantly buying newer things. Um, mm -hmm. Technology changes, furniture changes, our style, our fashion, everything changes. So we're mm -hmm. constantly consuming things, but we're not taught to declutter. And mm -hmm. that's what I want to help families with is teach them how to declutter. And one thing is you have to schedule it together mm -hmm. and you have to um, make sure that your family is on board because as a mom, you can do as much as you can to maintain a space. But if your children don't learn how to declutter, if they don't learn how to maintain you're going to be frustrated. You're going to be the only one doing it. And it's mm -hmm. not going to last. It's not going to sustain. 
So that's definitely a tip that I give um, families is set up a reset day where you can uh, declutter together. Um, Teach your children, um, hey, honey, who can we give this toy to? Because I've noticed Mm -hmm. you don't use it anymore. Can you think of someone that can uh, use that toy? Um, And then set limits to, um, I believe uh, you talked about this in an earlier post on, um, on your IG page, but set limits, have a toy box mm-hmm. for whatever fits in there, stays in there. And then if it doesn't fit anymore, if you buy something new, you have to take something out, right? Right. So definitely uh, helping the family to set limits, whether it's your husband, um, you know, your your spouse, your roommate, or your children. I love it. Now, um, with the piece kind of on, um, you know, just making sure that we declutter and everything, I was doing it, like I mentioned, yearly. Is that enough? Should I be doing it like quarterly, you know, maybe twice a year? What is your professional recommendation? Sure. So it definitely depends on what it is. Um, Mm -hmm. If it's paper, I definitely recommend decluttering weekly. Mm -hmm. Um, As soon as you get, even just daily, as soon as you get that junk mail, Mm -hmm. you um, put it in the shredder throw it out. Don't, don't put, don't keep piling up your junk mail. Um, Have a system um, that you can file those immediate papers weekly Mm -hmm. until you uh, get them to your file cabinet. Um, So when it comes to paperwork, definitely do that weekly. Um, I would recommend a seasonal decluttering uh, for things like clothing, toys, um, gifts that are given, um, uh, you know, we, we hold on to mementos, we hold on to memories, we hold on to, to everything because it has an emotional attachment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if we feel like we're not going to use those items, it doesn't fit our lifestyle, then we need to be evaluating those things constantly. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, a year is great. Some people let two years, three years, five years go by and Mm. they don't do it at all. Um, But I definitely recommend um, at least seasonal decluttering it it quarterly is is much better. And especially for a family living in a smaller space. I love that. And you know what? I think that's the reason why we feel like, oh, we've outgrown our space where we just don't have space anymore. And sometimes that is true that we do, you know, kind of outgrow our space and everything. But a lot of the times I feel like we don't really outgrow our spaces. We just keep stuff in, you know, it just keeps piling up and up and up over the years. And, you know, because I've heard it, sometimes people will say, oh, I moved and threw so much stuff away and realized I didn't need to move. You know what I mean? So (laughs) it's like if we can kind of keep doing that, you know, consistently, we'll be able to stay in our spaces longer, you know, and be happier in our spaces without feeling like, oh, you know, we we need to move. You know, we need to you know, you never want to be spending extra money on square footage just because you, you have a bunch of things that you don't need. You know, so that's just me, though. I'm more of the minimalist um, mentality anyway, but even myself, I'm guilty of, you know, just holding on to too many things. So thank you so much for going in a little bit more on that. Now, I remember there was something that 
I want to say about your number two tip, but I forgot what it was. What was your number two <laughs> tip again? Can you refresh my memory? Sure. So number two was use a vertical space. Uh, okay, vertical space. I really like that idea. And I'm so glad you said that because that is something that I, I had actually read something about that on Pinterest a couple years ago. And I kind of made it a thing to like get pieces of furniture or even shelving units or things that I could put up higher. You know what I mean? And you can store, especially like if you have little ones like me, you don't want to be storing things that are heavy, but you know, maybe it's just like some extra little decorative boxes or, you know, some wrapping um, things, things that you use to give people gifts or pillows or anything that's lightweight. You can really store them on the, you know, kind of in the ceiling and make use of that overhead square footage we forget about that you know we forget so much about the the wall space you know that's a huge one right I agree and if you have um back stock like if you buy in bulk mm -hmm. for example if you're one to go to Costco or Sam's or um that sort of do that sort of thing I don't because of my lifestyle I just mm -hmm. can't possibly keep too much bulk in my home Mm -hmm. If you do that for certain items, um, you want to use the top spaces for that, that, that backstop because they're items you're not using at the moment, mm -hmm. but they're refills. Um, so if you're filling, uh, let's say, toilet paper, right, you want to put that big thing of toilet paper at the top. But then you want to take down a few rolls that you're going to use throughout the weeks, mm -hmm. the weeks to come, right? So you put that in your bathroom. Um, so vertical space is great for things like that. Um, but yes, definitely can be frustrating if you're a short person. <laughs> or you don't want to constantly be grabbing things that you use every day, right? Up right. High spaces. So it's great, like you said, for things that you're not using um, constantly, uh, gift wrapping, um, you know, the, the backstock idea as well. It's, it works for a lot of people. Awesome. Okay. And then just to recap again, what was the third point that you shared with us? Sure. The third point was um, trying to purchase or use furniture that has a dual purpose. Yeah, that is a huge one. That one is huge. And I kind of have... Um, adapted that with like the the couch that I originally got which I need a new one badly it is like falling apart <laughs> stuff and coming out of it and everything it is a disaster but um I always was someone prior to the pandemic who would always have people over you know and so having a couch you know another place that someone can sleep because we did not have a an extra bedroom um later on um, was great because then someone, you know, you had a full bed there in the living room and then it all, you know, folded away into a couch. So I really think that's a great way to like maximize space, you know, um, if you don't have it. Are there any furniture items um, that you've run across that you would suggest for people with small spaces? Sure. Um, I have a bed myself that has drawers underneath. Um, I don't have a dresser and I don't have a lot of closet space. Mm -hmm. So our drawers are under our bed. Um, there's containers that allow to stock shoes and things mm -hmm. like that that can slip under. They have like uh, casters or wheels can slip under furniture. Um, those are always very nice. And 
Um, I like the ottoman, you know, the ottomans we use to put our feet up mm -hmm. um, that have like lids on them that you can store games in, you can store um, other things. Some people even store their files in there. Mm -hmm. um, so just uh, hidden storage that, that serves a useful purpose is just, it's so smart. And um, even, even just um, not just furniture, but uh, appliances that you use, uh, mm -hmm. kitchen appliances. Like now with the technology, you know, we have the Instapot. It serves as a slow cooker. It serves as a rice cooker. It mm -hmm. serves as all these, <laughs> you know, there's the Ninja Foodie that's like a, all these things, a fryer and a baker or an oven. And so there's... Um, appliances out there that serve a dual purpose you don't need to have a, an, a one appliance for each uh, set of tasks so that also helps with people who live in a small home um, or a tiny home that uh, to save space to maximize your space I love that those are some really good suggestions now um, we kind of touched on this one a little bit um, one of the questions was you know what things can we do daily weekly and monthly to keep our homes clutter free uh, you kind of touched on some of those are there any others that you could share with us yes um, so one thing is don't procrastinate <laughs> ah love it <laughs> we we all do this right we mm -hmm. get home we're exhausted um we throw our shirt or our, you know our dress or our clothing on the bed or to the side of the bed whatever counter space is free we throw something on there yep. because we just don't want to deal it, with it at the moment because we're tired um but procrastinating causes clutter and mm. it only takes a few seconds um, to put that away. Um, and if you do it, you're teaching your children to do it. You're showing them to do it. And um, in the end, by the end of the week, you're not going to have all these piles of things that you have to take care of. Um, so th that's definitely the first one is, is don't procrastinate with your things, put it back in their home where they belong. And if you've done your decluttering, it's going to be much easier to put those things back um, right. where they belong. Uh, another thing I, I tell people, and I think we touched on this at the beginning, is schedule a reset day with your family. Mm -hmm. um, it could be on a Sunday if you want to get ready for the week, um, that's going to be your meal planning day. That's going to be your shredding papers day. Kids love to shred papers. You give them a pile this is true. <laughs> to shred and they'll shred away. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so scheduling it really helps to get it done It uh, so that nothing else gets in the way. Um, and then the other thing is evaluate your spaces um, see where your clutter is building up. Um, mm. There, every family is different. Um, we all live our lifestyles differently. Mm -hmm. uh, so evaluate your space and see where clutter is building up, and start there. Start in that space and think about why is that happening? Why is that mm. specific room or space building up clutter? And then. Um, after you're, you've evaluated, just start taking stuff out. Start taking out what you don't need, what you don't use. So yeah, 
that I really appreciate because like, I feel like procrastination is really everybody. Like, I know that's my problem, you know? And like you mentioned, I think sometimes it's the things that we do every day that create that clutter, like, you know, um, myself and, and you as well, you know, we're, we're wearing, you know, dresses a couple of days a week. And so, you know, for me, one thing that will clutter me up is I'll just take my dress off and I have like this extra chair in my room and I'll just lay on the chair instead of hanging it up. And then before you know it, after a couple of days, I've got several dresses there that I didn't put away. And then it takes so much longer just to hang those all up versus when I'm being good, when I'm able to be on point, you know, just taking that dress off, hanging it up right when you're done with it or putting it in the laundry, you know, if it need to, needs to be laundered and just doing it straight away is so much better and less time consuming. Um, yeah, that's huge. Now, um, something else I kind of want to touch on a little bit and you probably, you may have some information on this. You may not because it's, it's a little bit off topic, but some of us are more prone to, connect uh holding on to more clutter than others um you know and for me I've kind of been in the past you know I, I would hold on to more things um but then I, after some things happened I was like oh this is I just have to do a total and I almost went like completely the opposite way where I, I'm just like oh I want an empty house like absolutely nothing in it so it's like two extremes to the other but um, some of us are more prone to hanging on to things than others. And just some of the reading that I've done, sometimes when we have um, emotional issues that we haven't dealt with, we actually hold on to things. Um, it's harder for us to part with things. It's harder for us to organize our thoughts to the point that we can get to the point of cleaning up you know, our space or we're just so overwhelmed mentally that we can't even do that. Do you have any tips like kind of from a, a mental standpoint um, that those of us who are kind of in that place right now, mentally, we can't get it done. Our place is a wreck and we're just at a mental low. Do you have any tips for those of us who are right there right now? Definitely. Um, start small. Start small and what I mean by small is very small um try to declutter by category mm -hmm. like I'm talking about let, let's start with pens okay let's say mm -hmm. someone hoards pens mm -hmm. and maybe half of them don't even work um start taking the pens out from everywhere from your uh, dressers from your kitchen from your car from your purses mm -hmm. take out all the pens that you can find mm -hmm. and Start writing on a piece of paper and check which ones work, which ones don't. Wow. <laughs> and put them aside. Okay, you started with a category. You started with pens. Mm -hmm. And it's something, it sounds like something uh, very small. Mm -hmm. But when you start going through those lists of categories, you realize, wow, I've come a long way. Like I've checked this off and I've checked that off and I... And you move on and it can be overwhelming. I know as women, we just want to get things done. Mm -hmm. We want to do it and get it over with. Um, don't do it all. Don't mm -hmm. do it all. Um, because what you'll find is you'll start decluttering and you'll gain some momentum and you'll feel good about it. Mm -hmm. But then 
it stays there and there's a pile and you said well I just took everything out of my room let me take out of take it out of another room and let me take it out of the kitchen mm. now and then you have all these piles and what are you going to feel you're going to feel frustrated you're mm-hmm. going to feel overwhelmed so mm-hmm. start by category and um write down what you've already done that's going to make you feel very good that's going to make you feel positive mentally mm-hmm. you're gonna be able to let go of little things and then you're going to start letting go of bigger things and that's what i um those are the tips that i've given some uh some of my clients recently mm. um and these tips i also be sharing with a decluttering master class that i have coming up as well Oh, that is awesome. Now, speaking of clients, that thank you so much for that tip. I, that's just awesome, you know, starting small. But speaking about your clients, what is your favorite thing that a client has said to you that you've had the opportunity to help in this way? Sure. So I think the best thing that I've heard a client say is having a consultation with you and, and working with you was like talking with a friend. Oh, um, so that made me feel very good. I know that people come in, we're, we've been talking about emotions and that sort of thing. I know people come in with um, just nervous, a lot of emotions. They don't want to get rid of stuff. They're scared to show me their places because they're embarrassed. Mm. Um, I, I have a no judgment zone. So when I um, talk with a client, when I'm working with someone, for them to say that they feel like they're talking with a friend is like a whew, it's a sigh of relief for me because I don't want them to feel like I'm judging them. I don't want them to feel like I'm, wow, like, geez, you know, I can't believe you've been holding on to all this stuff. Well, that's not the point. The point mm-hmm. is that I want to help them. Um, so I think that, yeah, I think that that's probably one of the best things that I've heard someone say to me. That is really a sweet compliment. And I think when you're in that situation, you know, and you're like, oh, I've let, let this kind of get too far. I need someone to really help me with this. I think that's so important that people feel that way. You know, they feel comfortable and they feel good about everything. Um, now, before I kind of just give a, a quick um, some direction to everybody on where they can get in touch with you, I wanted to ask you one more question. And that is what made you get into decluttering? Like what made you want to, to do this as a business? Sure. So um, growing up, um, my family had a hard time with work and finding work. And my mom started um, babysitting. She started cleaning houses, um, anything she can get her hands on. My my father, um, he started going to dumpsters at night. And sometimes my mom would have to go with and I even remember them putting me sometimes in the car uh, you know waking up at times going to these big department store dumpsters to find anything that they can resell um, Mm. at a flea market and they would do this um, every weekend and um, I remember our house slowly getting clutter it's not necessarily stuff that they felt that they owned, but it was their uh, living. It was, Mm. um, 
but I, I saw our yard was always full of stuff, our garage, if we had a garage at that time, it was full of stuff. My mom uh, did a lot of babysitting and we had toys and all kinds of stuff around the house constantly. Mm-hmm. I, <laughs> even though I, uh, I, my parents were not bad parents by any means, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. always provided for us. Um, you know, they taught us good principles, good morals. And I feel like I was loved growing up. But now that I look back at that, I feel like all of the, the everything they saved and everything that they held on to was because we didn't have much and they mm. felt like well I can fix that I don't want to get rid of it even though I don't use it but I can resell it because it's worth something it's valuable right. um so I remember that bringing me anxiety and I mm-hmm. remember uh now that I look back I'm like wow I I had that anxiety because of this and I didn't realize it until I was older and um helping my parents throughout the years my grandmother to to declutter and and to go through that process um i've it's really helped me feel good and i see that it's brought them peace um they're happier for it they simplified their life they can focus on other things Mm. um and so yeah that's how i got into it and i i used to go with my mom to these huge houses to help her clean and i remember grabbing things and i would like move things and order them and and go into the closets and organize the closets and it's just something that always brought me joy awesome yeah i can definitely relate to many other things that you mentioned the cleaning jobs the babysitting and going to the dump all things that i completely relate to of experience and understand so but kudos to you for you know turning your your passion and, and helping other people in that way um okay guys so now what i want to do is i want to quickly uh just take you over to eileen's instagram and on her instagram if you're watching on youtube you'll see um this or you're listening on podcast you could just hop over you are going to see so many cute, incredibly encouraging posts that will help you to stay organized. So I highly recommend following her. It's Palmetto Cottage, Florida on Instagram. And that's also because you have an Airbnb that you rent out as well, correct? Yes, that's right. Right. So if you guys are, you know, in that area or looking to go to the area, hit her up to rent her Airbnb. I'm sure it'll be super clean and organized and clutter free. You'll get a good night's sleep and stay. But um, anyway, just really encouraging things. I'm like this one person here says my office is more open now, you know, and you're giving all kinds of tips and everything. There's a link to your website as well, where people can um, go through to your website and book your class. Now, can you tell us a little bit more about your master class that you have coming up before we uh, sign off for today. Sure. So I'm just very passionate about decluttering. Mm-hmm. I think that there's um, a huge uh, misunderstanding out there. Um, there's so many TVs now that show you how to organize and they show you these cute little bins and baskets and mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's not the real that's not the reality of people's homes like Mm -hmm. you can buy as many bins as you want you can buy as many baskets as you want but if you have clutter 
it's it's not going to bring you peace. You're not going to be happy with those bins and baskets because the stuff you own is not going to even fit in mm-hmm. those things. And, um, so people tend to go out and they buy all these things, but then they don't realize that they first have to declutter um, what they already own in their home. So don't try to organize what you own, but first start from the very uh, beginning, from the basics, decluttering. So the master class is all about decluttering. Mm. So I help you declutter like a pro. So nice. Um, I give you uh, worksheets along with the class and um, oh. a PDF file so that you could work through it. And then I have a week of uh, messaging available so you can reach me and um, a support group so that we can all support each other. Wow. And, um, yeah. So I'm excited about it. This is actually the first time I'm doing a master class. Um, uh, so I have uh, some ladies signing up and I'm super excited about uh, what's coming. Yeah. Oh, well, that sounds awesome. Well, I wish you much success with the class. I know it's going to be great. Um, thank you so much for sharing that information with us. Guys, Eileen's information will be um, linked in the description of this episode on podcast as well as on YouTube. So if you want to connect with her for the masterclass, she also does do one-on-one coaching sessions as well. So there's a couple of different options um, that Eileen does offer where you can get in touch and um, get some help in this area. Yeah. So I want to thank you so much for being here today, taking the time to sit down and giving us some tips, some major tips, like (laughs) on how to declutter. This has been great. Thank you for having me. All right, ladies. Thank you so much for listening to Work It Mommy. Have a great day and we'll see you in the next episode. 